This podcast is given to you by Arloka David Smith, teacher and founder of the Dharma Mind Buddhist Group. For more information, please go to dharmamind.net. Am I right in thinking it's the 31st December today? That means tomorrow is the 1st of January, doesn't it? And the new year, well, you know, traditionally in our culture, um, that uh, we're given the opportunity of taking... New Year's resolutions, New, or singly or plural, I guess, um, seem to be a part of our tradition. I don't quite know where that comes from, but um, I don't know if it... Whatever. Anyway, it's an offer. It's not a compulsory thing that we have to do. But we might um, take the opportunity, which means... Um, reviewing our, in terms of our training that is, well I mean there's nothing outside of training as it happens, so, uh, <clears throat> we have an opportunity of reviewing our life over the last 12 months and being really honest and open and clear with how we live our life and uh, the habits that we've got and the things, you know, a general, a general uh, connection, interaction with life, with others, with ourselves, with others. In other words, ev- everything, everything there, we can we can review. Actually, we don't have to wait to the thirty first of December, as it so happens. It's something we can do on a daily basis. Actually, for us people, we should be doing it very regularly, checking ourselves. And like I was saying yesterday, one of the principles of the spiritual path is, is honesty not play games with yourself we're very good at playing games with other people but we shouldn't play games with ourselves because if you do that then <laughs> you're just avoiding yourself you're never going to get to know yourself you're never going to be able to to see to see what needs to be worked on if you just uh, as the expression goes, plays it, play games with yourself, and and therefore, in order not to do that, we have to be very honest. Look at ourselves in the round, and see what we could give attention to. Um, what do you feel needs? Needs, needs particular attention. Maybe some things are okay and they're in place, and there's nothing much to go further with. But there's uh, there's always going to be things, and we need to look. We need to see what we can um, bring our attention to, and then when the opportunity comes, apply that new new way of dealing with something, uh, a, a, a familiarity. Uh, uh, a familiar thing, a familiar event, thought patterns, speech patterns, and action that we are, that we do, that we're, habit- we're, 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 we're habitually caught by, because that's what we are, we're creatures of habit. If you look at yourself, it's quite remarkable actually, I mean, I've mentioned it before, it never ceases to astonish me when I just look at myself, Practically everything I do is is just is habit. It's mechanical. Don't have to think about it. I just do it, and and just little things, small things. You know, never mind the big things. Just small things. It's amazing how it's just like a machine. We teach ourselves to do something in a particular way, and it's set in concrete. <laughs> it doesn't change. Whatever the circumstance, you still do the same thing. And you go, well, hang on a minute. Maybe you know you could do that a little bit different because it's not quite the same as before. But 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 the machine doesn't seem to take any notice of you. It still carries on in the same way. 
Uh, and that's what you know that what it really does show you that we are we are creatures of habit absolutely and there are good habits and and you know skillful habits and unskillful habits good habits bad habits whatever you like and uh, we have to take responsibility for all of those we like the good ones we don't have a problem with the good ones but we have to take responsibility for those other things that, you know, are questionable and what could we do to work on them. And I, and I know my experience with habits is is that you've got to work on them. You've got to sort of grab them by the scruff of the neck, as it were, and say, no, I'm going to do it differently this time, rather than just look at it and, and be passive. Because it doesn't change, you just carry on. Even if you're aware of it, and even even if you know this is not particularly a good thing to do, you still do it anyway. It's almost like you can't you can't change the habit, but you can. But you've got to work at it. You can't be passive. You can't be you can't be passive and do this training. You can't be sitting around waiting for things to happen for you in this on on all levels, including your meditation. Sit there passively and wait for some something to come and knock on your door. It ain't going to happen. It's called commitment. Commitment. Commitment applies to every every aspect of your makeup, every every minute of your day. It's a commitment there to see that you are that there are, there are things there are things that can be refined and honed and 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 made better and to make you a, a, a better human being, somebody who who's actually becomes more at one with life, more spontaneous with life, rather than going along like a like a mechanical thing staying in your comfort zone because it works whether it's good or bad doesn't matter you, you, you're in your comfort zone you know you can get away with it so you, so you carry on doing it you've got, you've, got to t- you've got to see everything as a challenge and look at it in the face and be honest and say well you know is that okay or can that be can that be changed or refined or modified you know can, 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 I, can I bring a new a new a new um attitude to, to whatever this is, communicating with others. Can I make can I make a better job of that? Communicating with yourself. Can I make is there room there for me to to be able to get out of the habit that I've got and replace it with another replace it with another habit if you like, but at least a more skillful one. Dharma that 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 accords with the Dharma. Which means about become becoming a, a, a better human being, lifting yourself up, rather than being down with the animals, as it were. Lift yourself up to to, to a position that only humans can can aspire to. And I think maybe to me that's maybe the the major the major purpose of life actually is to is to is to refine ourselves and lift ourselves and become a better human being. And, and and to discover stuff that parts of us that, that no other creature can discover. None of this is given to you on a plate. If you're going to sit back and, and just wait for it to happen, you'll go south. You won't go north. You'll go down and you end up with the animals. You'll be ending up with your base instincts following those. Uh, and, and I don't think that's the purpose of human life. We are creatures of, of immense of immense potential in all sorts of ways, but to, to become a true human being, to lift ourselves out of that those lower realms, I think is you, know, you, could, you could easily see as is the purpose of life because you've got to work at it. It's not given to you, and you need to look at yourself and see and see what you can do to just refine that process. So that you do end up as a as a, as a true human, ethical a being with with empathy and, and wisdom, that that you can aspire to all these these great lofty ideals. Because I think we we are, we are all capable of doing this. Because I think all of those qualities are already within us anyway. Actually, I don't think we really make any of it, any of them. We actually find we discover them, bring them up. Polish them, be fine, so that they 
so that they fulfill their their full potential. No other creature can do that. And we can become something very special. For 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 well for ourselves we can certainly find that that freedom and, and uh, happiness for ourselves but also we can we can offer it to others not just to others but even the world that we live in the environment that we live in we can change the world just by being a, 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 a more rounded considerate human being rather than just being somebody selfish is only cares about themselves and when we do that not only we did we take everybody else with us, but we also take take this environment, take the world with us too, because we're so selfish and so greedy, and yet we're capable of being the complete opposite of that. And I think that's a I think that's a, a damn good reason for getting out of bed in the morning, actually, because it's a challenge. There are forces that want to take us south. We have to work with those forces and tame them, transform them. So we go north. So we have to keep reviewing our our training continually. Like I say, we've got to be able to look in the mirror and accept what we see, not make a problem of it, and don't start beating yourself up and seeing your imperfections as a reason not to like yourself. But take it as an opportunity to bring other habits, because it's all habit. It's all habit, make no mistake what you put in place and it takes over but you put it in place so you can take it away but you have to work at it because these things are very powerful and very ingrained they don't go away just because you want them to go away you have to work at it and this is the training this is the bearing with the, 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 the changing course in your life if you like that, that, takes, that takes effort and commitment and, 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 and so much inside of you says, no, 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 I want, I want to stay with the status quo because I'm familiar with this. I may not particularly like it, but at least I'm familiar with it. And it's, it's the easy option, isn't it? But if that's what you want, then fair enough. It's your choice. But don't expect change. Don't expect to... Be rid of the things that bring you to this training in the first place. Because if life was wholly satisfactory for you, you wouldn't be here. Clearly there are things that you need to address, need to get to the bottom of. And, and, and all, of those, all of those issues are, are within you. And all of those things can be addressed and changed because you create everything. Don't blame anybody else. You own, take responsibility for every moment of your life and see that you're the creator of everything that comes into your mind you are making that do not blame others you do that you disown you don't take responsibility then nothing changes you can't change other people you can't change what they do or you might try and that's why we end up fighting each other the only person you're ever going to change is yourself and you can do that because everything within you is changeable. It's not fixed forever, permanent. It's all, it's all negotiable. It's all workable on, if you so desire to go down that path. And that's what Dharma training is, I believe. And, and it all comes into, that, into you know, what we've been talking about the last couple of days on the, the spiritual principles, which... Those principles, as we teased around with, are, are, are just things in everyday life. These are not the the, uh, the mysteries of, of, of deep meditation. These these are everyday. This is our everyday function. Most of these most of these principles concern our everyday living, and that they're all there to. Uh, if we can put these principles in in, in place, will make us a will make us a true a true human being, uh, quite quite a quite an impressive human being actually, impressive because you can you can really be of, of so much good, not just to yourself but to everything in life. Because there are so many forces in this life that 
and making things very, very difficult. And we 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 help to turn to, to turn the tide on all of that in our own little way. So by bringing those principles into your into your life more, you you, you begin to refine yourself. You begin to refine all these these habits that you've got that are so ingrained. Uh, you can begin to shift them. You can begin to just break them up a wee bit, just loosen them up a little bit, or maybe a lot. But begin to begin to shake them at their foundations because they've never been shaken before. But you're beginning to address them now. So this is a full-time occupation. This isn't this isn't something that you do when you come to your cushion once a day for an hour or whatever. And then, and then you shelve everything. And that's only a part of it. The rest, the rest is ongoing, and you have to be alive and to be aware of yourself, and to see your world, and to see yourself, to see your habits, know yourself. When you stand, know you're standing. When you walk, know you're walking. When you're sitting, know you're sitting. When you're lying down, know you're lying down. And when you're in that place, in in, in that position, you'll be able to see yourself. Because what you're doing is that you're putting a mirror up in front of yourself. And you're looking in the mirror, continually looking in the mirror. Uh, and a mirror and a mirror that doesn't have any opinions. It sees, it sees everything that comes into its into its field. But a mirror doesn't have an opinion. And you should not have an opinion with your awareness. Just see and know, and there, from that place there, the whole world can go into change. But until you have that awareness and see yourself with honesty, with naked honesty, then nothing changes. You 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 just follow your habits, and and and, and every time you, you you follow a habit, you're reinforcing it. You're giving it life. You're giving it you're giving it more stability so that it can come back ever stronger next time so you're reinforcing it you're not even just sort of being neutral with it as it were you, you, you're keeping you're keeping the things alive so you've got you've got to you know you, you, you have to engage with things not sit back passively like I say and expect all these things to just happen you've got to get out there get your hands dirty roll your sleeves up because you're going against the stream, as the Buddha said, you're being carried along by a stream, and then one day you decide to turn around and go against that stream, which is exactly what this trading uh, does. But in order to go against the stream, you have to keep swimming. The moment you, you, you stop that input, that engagement, you just the stream just takes you off again. So there's no let up actually. You can't, you know, this isn't this isn't a hobby. This isn't a part time engagement, and because the meditation may be a part time engagement, and so many seem to put everything into it, that this practice is all about meditation. All they ever think about is meditation and their technique and getting somewhere and achieving something. It's it's, it's almost the be all and the end all. And, uh, this is really what it's all about. Well, it's not. It's very, very superficial. It's, that is desperately important. It, it is you could you could I think say it's the most important part, but that doesn't make it the only part. That is only gonna that is only gonna fulfil itself when it when it's a part of a whole, and it becomes a part of a of a of a of a, of a commitment that, that, that stretches across your life. So when you come to your cushion, you're not suddenly finding yourself in a completely alien place that you're not familiar with. you already got the commitment in your life. And you come to your cushion, you've got your commitment when you're on the cushion. So it's just like a, it's almost like a sidestep side rather than a big leap forward and expect things to work for you because you don't have that commitment in your life. Suddenly you just, turn, you just want to turn it on like this because it's convenient. And then when it sits over you, 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 uh, you turn it off again. And then, and then, and then, like, come to me. Some of you do say, "Well, you know, my meditation—it's all dead. It's going nowhere. Nothing's happening." You know, 
Well, there you go. You're getting the fruit. You're getting the fruit of your commitment. You know, because actually, if you do commit yourself across the board, your your meditation will be full of so much, so many things, so so many challenges. There'll be there'll be vitality there that you won't know once you calm and calm and still yourself. You, you won't know what to be dealing with because there'll be challenges bombarding you from every direction and you'll be looking at them and you think, well, you know, what's all this about? I need to get to the bottom of this. I need to understand where this is coming from. Why, why, why do I perpetuate these habits? Why do I put these habits? Look at that one there that's been, 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 been very obvious to me for the last few days and, and there's this one and there's that one that I'm looking at and, and challenging that are really that are really coming at me you know um, and then and then you've got so much material there when you get on on, on, on the cushion and you, and you and you learn to just still yourself for a while you've got so much to look at so much so much for this insight practice so much for you to to delve into so what, what why why am i like this why am i doing this over and over and over why you can see the dukkha that you create for yourself never mind others and yet you can't do anything about well what's the, there's a reason for everything you know things just don't come from somewhere that that are, are unquestionable they're just like that everything has as a reason Everything in your makeup has a reason. There's a reason for why you like this. Why? You don't like it. It's not good. It's not skillful. It's not. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do anybody else any good. And yet here I am. Why is that? I want to know why. And you have and you have all that material then that you can look into. And really, what you what you really need to be looking at, you need to be looking for this person that wants to do all these things. Actually, it's all, it's all about self. Of course it's about self, because if you didn't have a self, you wouldn't have habits. Because they're all self, it's all self-interest. And so, and so you have all the material, all the, all the life and vitality that you need when you come to your cushion to have a very vibrant, a very active m- meditation, one of great illumination that you can see, that you're beginning, you're beginning to see through this, this, this facade that you've created for yourself. This whole conditioned world that you've created, you begin to see through that because you begin to understand where it comes from and how it's there. And There's a reason for it, don't just think there isn't a reason because there is you know it didn't drop out the sky and God hasn't given it you nor is your mother or your father actually you're the one they may offer you the, the, the material but then you decide what you do with that material you turn it into something or other or you don't that's you and that's for you to look at and get to the bottom of and then, and then, if you see, begin to see the truth of it, you begin to turn your back on these things. You say, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. That's just rubbish. Uh, and, you, and you can start turning your back on, on, on your habits. And, 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 then, and then, through re- reviewing and the situation, begin to put more skillful things in its place, which, which the, 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 the spiritual principles are, are, are pointing to. So it becomes something that you live. It's not. This is not. This isn't about just dumping things and then staying in the, in this sort of hole, this this void. It's about replacing unskillful things with skillful things. So there there is an active engagement there where you you nurture. You you go you go where you've never gone before. And when and when you put when you put more skillful or more wholesome things in place, what you're doing is that you're letting go of the self. You're, you're beginning to open up to yourself. You're beginning to open up to others. And beginning to unburden yourself of this thing that we carry around on our shoulders 
all the time that dominates our lives, <clears throat> that we feed and, and affirm, reaffirm continually. Now you're beginning to at least change the landscape into a more positive, more skillful landscape that, that, that brings more peace and stability to you so that when you've got that, you're creating an environment that you can look ever deeper into when you're not in turmoil with yourself and looking after number one, which requires you to be in a lot of agitation. And you create that environment and still when you're free and you're open, you're not attached to all these all the ducking and diving that you do. You you're stilling the waters. You're still the waters ever more. So you can look ever deeper into that stillness. So that things can you just I think in the end you just turn your back on things to be honest. I think I think a lot of the and I know from my from my experience with this you know, it's not some great mystery that takes place at the end of it all. So something, some great wow thing. You just, you just, you just look at well, I'll say for myself, I just look at the habits that I followed for years that had just been there for years. Anything, I just get sick of them. I just get so fed up with them. I just, I've had enough doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. And that's the end. You just tire. You get very, very tired. Very, very tired of just following the same things over and over and over and over. Just get tired of do no. And I know you know that's not like some great mysterious realization. I think you just get very tired because you see you see what's going on, what you do, what you do to yourself, what you do to others, and you just don't want to do it anymore. It's it's, it's ugly. It's not something to be proud of or to be pleased about, you know. It's easy to be ugly. You just go, no. And then you fill the void with something that actually makes you feel good. It's, it's good, you know, you know. You know, you, you learn to discern between skillful and unskillful, wholesome and unwholesome. You know that, you're an adult. You're not a child, you know, you know these things. You know about precepts, you don't have to recite them every day like a child because you don't know about stealing and, 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 and lying and all of it. Of course you know about that. You know what's right and what's wrong. So you begin to, you know, shift the things around a bit. But it requires you to, to look, be honest, see that mirror. That mirror, that, that that mirror that sees but doesn't have an opinion, and that that mirror is who you really are. Because who you really are doesn't have an opinion. It has nothing to do with like and dislike. That's that's your problem. You're the one. You're the one who creates these, this 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 duality of, uh, and, and and gets caught up in in this world of opposites of liking and not liking, opinions. And you're who you really are. So. <laughs> It's not the remotest bit interested in any of that. And that's where you need to make access to and allow it to begin to shine, come through. And so you can begin to shape these things. And this, as I say, is a, is a great time of the year to be able, just to review yourself, look at yourself, see. I am another year gone, another year closer to my death, and I'm still I'm still doing these things. I'm still caught up in X Y Z. Is it ever going to change? Well, no, it won't change actually, until you actually get in there and make it change. However much it's set in concrete, even even the thickest concrete can be broken up. There are plenty of tools around to break concrete up. Nothing, nothing. There isn't anything that can't be broken up. And that goes for all your all your stuff that's set in concrete. Of course, it's much. It's not easy. No one's suggesting it is, but you can make you can awake wake up to these things. And that's what we do. That's the spiritual path. And this spiritual 
um, principles that we've been touching on these last couple of days, um, as I said, the one thing that it doesn't actually mention directly is meditation. But actually what it does say is, 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 is to always be with yourself. Just live just now. We all know, we all know about this, about living just now. Well, of course, we're not going to do that by, by an act of will. That's something that we have to train ourselves to do. Is that is, that is the the ultimate aspiration is to just live now, just to be now, not living in the past, not living in the future, but just to be present, just to be with that that reflective mind, that 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 knowing mind. The bit is. The bit that's always always looking. That's oh, that's present. That's now. That's that, that's that can ever be in the past or in the future. That's when you lose it. You 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 throw a veil over. It. You don't lose it, but you 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 lose it in the sense that you have direct contact with it. It so happens there is only now, as it were. There only ever has been now. There only ever will be now. There only ever is this moment. There's no such thing as past and future. As it happens, that's what you create with your mind, and then you get lost in that creation that then creates suffering for yourself about the past and worry about the future, which is all speculation. None of it's true. And if you really want to get to know, if you really want to see yourself in, in all your glory in that mirror, you you've really got to learn to be here and now. And when you're here and now, you you truly wake up to all the stuff that's going on with you, what, what you're made up of. You're not avoiding yourself. You're not ducking and diving and pretending to be somebody who you're not, but actually seeing yourself for what you are. And that's fine. That, that which is looking is not judgmental. It's not being judgmental. You're the one who then becomes judgmental and then compounds the situation, probably, because you don't like what you see. So you become negative and then all you do is make things worse. You don't make things better. But if you learn truly to come just to be, as all of our training is meant to be doing, our training is meant to be, is encouraging us to let go of that creative mind, that mind that creates the past and the future, creates all the images, creates this sense of me. When you let all of that go, this is where you land. Because you've never left that place in the first place. You've only thought that you've been in other places. You, th you think that you've been in the past. And you think that you're in the future. You think that you are this person and all of its likes and dislikes and all of its habits. You think all those things. All of that stuff is a creation. There's no reality beyond what you create. You create, you can uncreate. And when you uncreate, you land in the moment. You're here, you're free. You're free of sansara, you're free of dukkha. You're free of suffering. There's no suffering in the moment. There's no past, there's no future. There's no, there's no death because there is no birth. There, that's, that's your freedom. That's when you become released from this stuff that you, that you create. So, and you, and, you, and you absolutely need meditation to help you nurture that ability to truly let go. So, although we nurture the spiritual path, it has to include this um, this other very important feature um, to, 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 to really sharpen it up and to, and to finish it off as it were. You can follow the spiritual path without, if you don't have the ability to meditate, you can do an awful lot, an absolute awful lot um, without it. But to, but to round it off, I think it would have to be said that you also need that ability to just truly let go and to truly be here. And it's and it's what what rises out of your meditation, what you learn, what you see, 
um, through that clarity is is the major is a major tool that you will need in order to fulfil that. But that's ultimately where we go. That's, that's ultimately, you know, what what we have to do. We have to shake off all of these these habits that we've got. This world, you know, it's called samsara. You know, we make it, and then we suffer. But we have to realise that we make it, that actually it isn't others who make it. We're not born with it. It's not given to us by anybody. And it's not our mother and father that give it us, or our husband or wife or boss or whatever. Blame them. Um, This is what we do. This is why we never get free of it. But we have to realise that's all part of the delusion. That, that we have to own it. I think it's one of the most important features of this training is that we have to own everything that we think, say and do. We have to own. We have to be alive and be aware of that whole thing of always farming things out. Whenever we get challenged, when anything is, 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 is dumped on us, the way that we project Listen, listen to you, the way you talk, the way your thinking, and the way you react. How, you, how, how much of that is you are projecting? You are pushing out there somewhere on other people, and protecting yourself, keeping it away from me. Because that's what happens when you project. You push it out. It's like pushing somebody away from you. Can you observe that in your daily? In your daily comings and goings, just simple things, make big deals, just, just, just everyday things. And when, for example, I might, I might say something to you, just as an example, because this is often my experience, how, how difficult it is just to accept that, whatever it may be, how there's always, a re- there's always something to be said, there's always a reaction. It's always a pushing it out there somewhere. Always a dumping it, either on, on me or, or, or somebody else. It's never my fault. I don't own it. It's always circumstances that have made me do this. And always being, that, being in that defensive mode. And you know, this is one of the, one of the features of the spiritual path is that we have to learn, I mean, this is the humility of, of learning to just accept, you know, that, that when things are said, when things are asked of you, to just do it and, and, and not, why? Why should I do that? Give me a reason why I should do it. Us Western people love that. We demand it all the time. And I find myself, for example, explaining things to ju- or just to justify myself. Because I know people just simply won't say yes and get on with it. You want a reason. You want a justification of why you, why, why you should do something that you're asked to do, for example. Or if I would to say, you know, pull you up on something, I then got to explain why. It can't be accepted. There has to be... This barrier comes up. This... this, this immediate defensive thing of looking after yourself you, you want to know why that why you've been challenged this this is all part of that humility now I'm not saying that you know that works in all situations but it but it's practically everything is like that everything has to be explained and you have to accept okay now I understand now I'll do it that there's something not right there as far as the spiritual spirit, the spirit, um, there's something amiss there. And I know like, you know, in Eastern, I know we're not, I mean, you can compare ourselves, we're all the same species. But in the East, uh, you don't you don't get this, why this, and why you, you bow your head and you do it. You know, in a spiritual context, if you like, if you're in a monastery, you're in, a, you're, you're in an environment, it might be like this, you just do it. It's not a question of right and wrong. You've been wronged. You're doing something that you don't want to do. You do it. It's all ego. 
And we, we, we are just so full of ourselves that every little little dot and comma has to be explained before you're prepared to do anything. Just watch yourself, watch yourself with that one. Not mammoth, earth-shaking earth things, just little things on an everyday on an everyday function. There's no sense whatsoever just bowing the head and just doing it. Doesn't happen. Very, very rarely. And this, for us Western people, is, is a huge mountain for us in terms of the spiritual development and, and, and creating that environment where, where, you, where you can discover your true nature because that's what it's about. Because there's no room for the self in true nature. That's got to go. Any, any sense of me has, has, got to, has got to go if you want to find your true home. That's why we train ourselves continually in letting go of this, of this, of this me all the time, this self-identity all the time. And for us people in the West, we've got massive, massive self-identity, far, far more than people in, in other cultures uh, historically have had, have, have developed far, far greater. But that's the greatest impediment that you've got. It's the biggest boulder that's in the way that's stopping you waking up to your true nature and to your, and, and to your awakening. And that needs to be looked at and challenged continually over and over, even on really tiny things. Like you get in this, in this environment here. These are not big deals. This is not, not, not going to... F- you know, make massive changes to your life uh, and, and massively important in the great scheme of things, but small things and how there's just this unwillingness to just bow and do things. This is where the whole notion of service comes in. I was discussing this with somebody the other day, the definition of service and, and rather than do something. Now, like, you know, give somebody a job to do say, would you do this? Now, you might say to them, if you can do it a better way, by all means, go ahead and do it. If you can refine it, make it fine. You've got, you've got the permission to put some of yourself in there, and, and, uh, possibly, and that's fine. You've got the go-ahead. But if it's just simply to do something that's already in place, how many of you can just go ahead and do it without putting yourself in there and changing it and making it, leaving a mark behind because you know better, rather than just simply bow your head and do it as you've been asked to do? Whether you like it or not is completely irrelevant. Whether you think it could be done a better way is completely irrelevant. That's not the point. We're not here, we're not a manufacturing company trying to find the best way of manufacturing something so that we can make a better product and make more money, etc., be more competitive. This is the minds that we've got. This is, this, this is irrelevant. There may be a better way of cleaning the floor um, or whatever, but if you've been asked to to do that and you're given the thing go and clean you just clean the floor do what you've been asked to do and don't put any 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 of yourself in there leave any of your leave any of your traces because you know better are going to do it a better way but rather just do it because you've been asked to do it and and just and just live with all the reaction that you'll get oh what am i doing this for this is a stupid job I could be doing it in a better way uh, and I'm going to change it and I'm going to do it in, in, in my way. That's not serious. That, that's, not, that's not Dharma. That, that's not, that's not the, the spirit of, of, of Dharma training because the spirit of Dharma training is to always put yourself in a place where you're giving yourself up, where you're giving this thing away that wants to be in control all the time and wants to leave its mark all the time. Why am I doing this? Tell me why I'm going to do it. And, I, and if I agree with what you say, then I'll do it. We don't do that. Very rarely. That's the spirit of service. And you go out east, and you'll see people. They just, they just do it. Do this. Go and cook. Go and sweep. Go and do the garden. Go and do this. Go and pick some weeds. 
do this and just go and do it. And they do it because that's what they've been asked or told, if you like, to do. And they don't go out there with, with, with the aim of, of leaving their own personal mark on the job. Do the thing as best they can. And if you see another way of doing it, well, then maybe you could go some other time and suggest it to somebody. But at that time, rather than change it to suit you and what you want, you just do it, bow your head and you do it. And how, and how many of us can do things like that? Be honest with yourself. How many of you can do that? Or do you want? Or do you have to? Do you have to leave your trace there somewhere? Because I see it all the time, and it's very, very debilitating. Actually, that I have to. I will explain everything. You don't trust me. You don't trust what I'm doing. Is 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 a, is, is, is a dharmic thing. Is 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 there is there to help you train, to help you see yourself, see your resistance. See why 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 you can't just go with it, but how you've got to change it. And so you so you you need to be you need to be coaxed all the time. I know this is something that used to really 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 upset my my Zen teacher. That you know just don't just do it. You don't you don't you don't understand why what you know, you, you want you. you you know, you just want to be in control of it all of the time. But you wouldn't get this in other cultures. Well, I don't think it's only the Eastern culture. There's a lot of cultures in, on, on this planet. It's very much a Western thing, where where we we just got to be in control the whole time. Well, you know, who's it that's going to who who's it that wants to be in control? And that you couldn't be any more dynamic than that. You have to trust. You have to trust that what's been asked, you know, for you to do, you just trust it and do it. This is what I was saying yesterday about trusting others. We don't trust others. We absolutely don't trust others at all. We trust others when, when, we, when we feel we can trust them, as it were, on my terms, for example. This is all part of the, the, the training that we do. And we need to get into that spirit more and more and understand that the whole of what we do is about giving this me up. The whole of the spiritual path is, is giving self up. It isn't about adjusting it and refining it and putting it this way. But It isn't anything of the sort. It's about letting it all go. Like I said, we come into a, an environment like this where there has to be trust as, as a part as a part of the part of the principle, part of the part of the the skillfulness, the skillful means of honing this me thing that wants to be that has to that has to leave its mark all the time. So things to ponder. You know, these are, uh, I say, you know, this is 31st of January. Look at yourself. Does any of this fit you? Do you have that spirit? Or are you, are you determined to stick by your habits and determined to stick by your, the, the, the defences that we create for ourselves? So that we're always looking after us, always showing ourselves, always sure, making sure that we're safe. And I could go around and leave my mark all over the place. Never go about in a quiet way, in a humble way, in a, in a, in a way that, that I'm invisible, actually. And I just follow and surrender. All of these things, they just freak us out. Freak us out in our culture, absolutely do. And things that can be, can be exploited, for sure. But nevertheless... We have to be alert to those dangers, but but not throw the baby out with the bathwater, but to pursue them and, and, and allow ourselves to slowly, slowly, slowly change change this this thing that's always wanting to be in control, which is manifested in these in these in the habits that we create for ourselves. 
that become unmovable, that are like concrete. Because every time they, 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 they show themselves, it's reinforcing me. These are my habits. This is how I do something. This is who I am. And I need, and I need to be, I need to, I need to be, that needs to be reaffirmed continually. Because I've, actually I feel incredibly insecure and I have to keep exerting myself all the time. Trying to gra- grasp something that's always got, running, picking up a handful of water and then expecting to hold it in my hand and it's all running through my fingers. So I grab more water and more water. Or sand or something. That's what we do. So we keep... We keep churning out these habits all the time. Mindlessly turning them over. But they all come from a sense of me. They're all, they're all there. is one of the bricks of the, of the self-identity. Well, okay, that's the way it is. That's, 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 and you can say that's quite natural. This is what happens with human beings. That's fine. But, it, but if you want to, if you want to awaken, if you want to fulfill the spiritual, um, aspiration, the promises that, that, that this training can give you, and that's all got to be questioned. And only you, only you can change. Changing. Nobody can do it for you. People can help and point you in that direction, but you've got to. Only you can do it. And so, you know, here we are at the end of the year. <coughs> Time of reflection, going into a new year. Who knows what that's going to bring us all? Um. But a chance, a chance to, 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 to renew, to refresh, to reflect and to renew. And enter that spirit that, that uh, we appear to only bring up once a year. But I say for us people, we could be bringing it up every day of the year. But maybe make a special effort today as it's uh, part of our culture. Um, and... Uh, and, and Take, the, take, take that opportunity. <clears throat>